Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 127. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy. And as always, I'm your host today. And I'm so glad you've decided to join us. I've got some exciting updates for you today. But before we do that, I wanted to remind you that if you have a podcast or know someone who does, who's overwhelmed, with those support tasks that go along with the podcast, there's a very easy and actually a very affordable solution. Teampodcast.com is the one-stop shop for all your podcast support services for one low monthly fee. So from audio editing to show notes to posting on social media, we can do it all for one low price without nickel and diming you. And best of all, you don't have to manage a team of virtual assistants. You just deal with your account manager and we handle everything else. Teampodcast.com for all your support needs for your podcast. All right, localist, I wanted to give you some updates. It's been a few days since I've given you an update on uh, what's going on at the pier and uh, kind of how business is. Now, today, for the air date of this show, is February 11th. And according to the people that have been down at the pier forever, um, that are uh, the the kind of the ones that know the ebb and flows of what goes on. They tell me that our season, I just put that in quotes if you couldn't see that, um, our season starts on February 15th. So that's the day after Valentine's Day. That's actually Sunday um, of this coming week. So not really sure what to expect. I've been told lots of things at lots of times, but I do know we are starting to see a lot of people uh, taking their uh, winter break. A lot of people are sick and tired of the snow, and the minute they can fly out and get down to where it's warm, they are doing that. So we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely keep you posted on the updates for there, but I wanted to give you some updates from the last few days. We've had just really, really ups and downs, um, you know, from crazy weather. We've had crazy weather for Key West, too. Um, even last night, we had um, about 25-mile-an-hour winds, I mean, like sustained 25-mile-an-hour winds, which was crazy, and it's even worse when you get out on the pier um, it just seems like that, that wind is more intensified. So we had that, and it was, I guess, bringing a cold front in. And so it was, you know, it was like I couldn't put anything on my countertops because they would just blow right off. So it was kind of a crazy, like, felt like you're living out of a suitcase kind of an evening uh, with everything. It was an okay night. I sold mostly coffee. Um, but I did hit the minimum that I needed to hit last night, even though at the beginning I thought, what am I doing here? This is crazy. So... The weird thing is, and and the lesson I wanted to draw out of my past few days, is how unpredictable, really, business can be. I think it was on Thursday. It was no, it was Friday night. We had a, we had a decent night on Friday night. Saturday night was an absolutely terrible night. I mean, it was, you know, you couldn't even get $100 out of, of business out of the people that were out on Saturday night. But then lo and behold... Sunday night showed up, and I had almost a $200 night. 
really kind of odd. And then um, Monday night was low again, barely a $50 night. And then last night, again, was um, about 115 or something like that. So, I mean, it's up and down. And business is like this. And here's the thing. A lot of people like to try to predict. They like to try to predict that, well, it's this going on in town or well this is the weather or well this is the day and because of this you know it's not going to be a good night or because of this day or this event it's going to be a good night and it was funny because last night people uh, food vendors that normally don't show up except for um, the big nights uh, actually showed up and we all kind of looked around thought what do they know that we don't know Um, and they showed up in that wind and uh, don't know if they're just trying to start kind of testing the crowd to see if we're starting to get in the busy season yet or we're starting to get any pre-busy season um, lift or anything like that. Um, but it's kind of weird uh, that that it happens like this in business. Now, we are used to judging people. We're used to judging our customers. We're used to judging the days of the week. We're judging the weather. We, I mean, we make judgments about everything. And when this happens, I always say sometimes God likes to wink at us and essentially just show us that we don't have a clue. And this sometimes happens whenever you think you're having going to have a crappy night and all of a sudden you have a really big night and you're just like, what? Where did that come from? But it happens all the time. So my challenge to you is to try not to judge. Try not to make uh, stereotypical assumptions. And I was even talking to another vendor on the pier the other night and she said, wow, I'm going to have to rethink what I thought about Monday nights. And I was like, okay, why? And she's like, well... Every other Monday night I've come out here and I haven't sold a thing. But tonight, for some reason, I had a really good Monday night. And it just goes to show that you really can't predict. You cannot judge what's going on. I personally have had this happen before. Um, There was a time um, whenever I was, and this has been years ago, but I was wanting to purchase a new car and I was going to get a Ford Explorer. I had decided that was what I wanted. And I visited one dealership in town, and I was a single girl and uh, in my early 30s. And I went to one dealership in town and walked around the lot and walked around the lot and walked around the lot. And nobody would come out and talk to me. So I got in my car, and I drove to the other Ford dealership in the other side of town and did the same thing. Now, I could see the row of men at their little cubicles the sales reps inside the door, and they saw me, but nobody come out. Nobody's going to go talk to a single 30-year-old girl about buying a car, and got in my car, did the same thing, drove up to a different neighboring town about 20 minutes away to a Ford dealership there. By the time I got there, and it was like in February, I think, by the time I got there, it was really starting to pour rain. And I thought, oh, great. Now, here I have wasted most of my day or whatever. Before I could even get my car door open, I looked, and a salesperson had showed up with a big, huge, one of those golf umbrellas that you can fit like you and your 12 closest friends under. And he showed up, and before I could even get out of my car, he had that thing popped out. How are you doing? What's going on? And before I knew it, 
I had bought a car from that car dealership. And I had two other opportunities. I was buying. I was going to buy a car. They missed it because they wanted to judge me. Maybe they thought I wasn't coming with my husband, so I wouldn't be able to make any decisions. Uh, I don't know what this, the situation was. Maybe they think in their mind that single women don't buy cars, so there's no point in wasting your time. So they lost the sale. It was a big sale, too, because it was a, a nice car that I bought. And the, the whole thing is they judged me. We do that all the time in our business, and I do that. You know, it's funny because I can – we're at a situation – where I work, where on the pier, it's a great people watching. In fact, people come down there just to people watch at sunset. And the tendency is to judge people by what type of customers they're going to be or if they're not going to be customers. I've even, it's funny because I've even had the same crowd be great customers for me, but terrible customers for some of the art vendors. And those art vendors will say, oh, these, and, and they'll name whatever, a particular country, a particular part of the world. Ah, oh, it's just mostly this type of person tonight, and they don't buy. Meanwhile, I've been sitting here selling to them all night long. And so do you see what I mean? It's like it's easy to judge, and it's easy to try to predict. And then we want to do it like a, um, you know, like a gambling-type scenario. We try to predict which days we're going to hit the jackpot, and that's whenever we show up. But the bottom line is you don't know where your business is coming from. There might be a networking event, and you've already made a judgment about it and said, you know what, that's just a waste of time. That's nothing but a bunch of, and put in whatever staring, you know, salespeople. That's just a bunch of women. That's just a bunch of um, wannabes, whatever you want to put in that blank, whatever label. And you don't show up. But that could have been the ticket to your next important relationship that you built that that changed the course of your company you don't know and so I guess what I'm asking you to do is just like me remove all judgment don't try to pretend that today is going to be a terrible day you know Henry Ford you know he he's famous for the quote that says whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right because so much of our reflection of our business is based on uh, so much of our what happens in our business the reality of our business is based on a reflection of our internal uh, thinking and I know I awkwardly worded that but what I'm saying is if you just like Henry Ford said if you think it's going to be a bad day it probably is going to be a bad day and even if you had customers approaching you probably the look that you gave them or the way you were acting probably made you a little less approachable and you might have lost a customer you know, it's interesting because um, in my situation where I am, I feel like sometimes I'm a tour guide all night long. I'm pointing people to the bathroom. I'm pointing people to the Catman show. I'm pointing people to this restaurant or that restaurant or where do I get on the glass bottom boat or where is that buoy that says the southernmost point and you can go and see Cuba. Well, first of all, let me just dispel all your myths. You can't see Cuba from the southernmost point. It's 90 miles away, and we don't have that kind of visibility, even on a really good day. But I feel like I'm a tour guide all night long. But the interesting thing is I could be short and curt with those people that are asking me questions, or I could try to help them in the best way possible. Now, many times they're asking me, where can I find bottled water? And then I have to stop and say, well, you can't find it on the pier. We have to make everything that we sell out here. So bottled water won't be on the pier, but the nearest place you can get it, and then I point them off the pier. Breaks my heart to have to do that because I'd love to sell them something. 
But many times, because I am nice, whenever I give out those directions, those things I've done a thousand times, trying to locate, you know, this or that. My friends told me that, that to meet me at the rooftop. Where's the rooftop? You know, and I'm thinking, well, what? What are they talking about? So I'm trying to interpret all these things, trying to get people where they're wanting to go, trying to be nice, using my time to do it that's completely free to them. But many times I've actually had somebody stop and say, oh, well, thank you. You know, point them to wherever they're going. Oh, well, thank you. Hey, while I'm here, let me just get a cup of coffee. You know, before you know it, they've turned into a customer. Now, if I wasn't cordial and kind, courteous, and helpful they probably wouldn't have been a customer. I don't know, but that person won't go where they're going and stop back by and see me again. Because it happens all the time. I see people go one way and then the other way on the pier, and then they'll come back the other way, and then, you know, an hour later, the other way, and they picked up a few more friends, and, you know, you just don't know. And so my exhortation to you is to break free of all the judgment, stereotypes, and labels that you put on people. Your business can be as good as you make it. Now, some days you have more to work with and some days you have less to work with. But don't get in a habit where you write off a certain day or you write off a certain type of customer because you think they're not a buyer. Um, there might be some data points there. There might be, you know, some, some really true data that tells you, but then you'll also have those that are outliers that will come up and surprise you. So it's unpredictable down at the pier from day to day. You know, I don't know how it's going to be when we get into season. Um, but I definitely know that I need to go every single night that I can possibly go so that I can make sure I'm not missing anything. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I could not show up at the pier one night and talk to one of my friends who is an art vendor and they say it was a terrible night. And then I can talk to one of my friends that was a food vendor and they say it was a great night or vice versa. And it happens differently. I mean, maybe there's not a lot of people that are there willing to buy a $100 piece of art, but maybe they are willing to buy a $8 pineapple or a $5 hot dog. You know what I mean? So just because one type of customer is good for someone or bad for someone does not mean that it would have been the same for me. So create your own experiences. You know, I find this true even, um, I've been in a situation last year where I had to meet a lot of new people. It happens when you move to a new town where you know no one. And um, so I meet new people. And it's funny because people will tell you, um, especially when I'm down at the pier and, you know, someone new shows up. And it's not even that they're new. It's just that they haven't been there since I've been there. But they come every year at this time of year for the last 17 years, you know. So they're old hat, but I'm not. So I'll, I'll ask, you know, who is this person or who is that person? And everyone has a story. And so there are several people down at the pier that um, I have been told have had, you know, uh, personality issues or run-ins or, you know, they've just been really difficult to deal with. But you know what? That's not been my experience with them. They've been kind to me. So all I can do is take their kindness. Now, granted, it might not be that way every single time if I had more interaction with them, but all I can do is base my experience on them with the kindness that they've showed me and return kindness. Now, if they have a run-in with me and if they want to, you know, behave that way, then I have my own experience to draw from. But until then, I can't just write somebody off because so-and-so had an interaction with them. And I think we do that a lot of times. It's just human nature to do that, you know. So I would encourage you, 
Remove all labels, all judgment about your customers, not even just about your customers, but about where your business is coming from. Maybe even about what marketing channels. Maybe you're struggling with thinking, well, should I get on Facebook or not? Ah, no one makes any money from Facebook. It's just a waste of time. Well, there are people that are making money from Facebook. Now, is it best for your channel and for your business? I can't tell you that. But don't write off a particular thing simply because you think this or you think that. Um, it Go with the data. You know, the data will tell you what what works and what doesn't. And if you try Facebook or you try uh, a different type of advertising and it, it gives you some data that is positive, then take that data. But don't just not go somewhere or not try a certain thing because it's easier not to and then it's easier to justify why you didn't by saying, well, it wouldn't have worked anyway. You know, I do that. It's funny. I do that with, um, you know, even with my business at the pier. I have tweaked and I have changed things and I have invented new things and done all this stuff just to try to make a living. And it's funny because the last thing that I ever think is that it's the customers. I mean, the market doesn't lie. And I was, uh, there's a guy that's been down there a few days now, and his he's doing some art, and I won't say what type of art it is, but it is a very low caliber art. And, you know, to be quite honest, if we had more participation and a larger vendor pool, an artist pool at the pier, the the quality probably would have been so low that he would have not even been accepted. Um, but we've had a lot of people, you know, in the past several years drop out or not come back to Mallory. So we are in need of artists and things like that. And so um, the person sits out there, you know, night after night, comes back and pays $20 to be out there. And I don't know if they've sold one thing yet. Um, I know even the most uncrafty person could make the type of art that they're making and probably do a better job at it. But it's not just that. The art, you know, the the art is poorly done. It's poorly presented. Um, The vendor will come out and instead of having a table and, you know, presenting it in a nice way, he will um, put two sawhorses together and try to piece a couple of boards together and put, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just not presentable. And then he's a little bit unpresentable and, and difficult to, to, to have a communication with. So you combine all of that and the market's telling me that with, that they don't want what he's selling. I mean, after a week of being out there and not selling anything, um, you know, it's kind of, there's not a demand for what he's doing. So whether he changes his product or comes up with a different skill set that he has, um, it remains to be seen. But it's just one of those things where the market will tell you, listen to what the market's doing. Don't blame the market. Um, Don't blame the market because no one's buying whatever you have at your price. Uh, Always look at it internally. What can you change? What can you tweak? And when you see something move the needle with your numbers, then that's where you, that's where you go. And that's where you continue fine-tuning. So it's just a crazy game. Business is crazy. And for those of you that think, oh, I just can't wait to have the freedom to run my own business and I can do what I want to do, yeah, you can do that. But it's you got to understand that there it has, it has its own set of issues, its own instabilities, its own 
um, mind, so to speak, and you're going to dedicate your life to trying to figure out your business. And it's a great trade-off when you can do that. But it is not easy, so you need to be prepared for some ups and downs. So my challenge to you today is stop judging. Stop judging people. Stop judging your customers. Stop judging every single part of your business and just try it, you know. Just try something. Just let whatever happen in your business. You know, don't say, oh, it's going to be rainy weather today. No one's going to come in and buy anything. You might get that one customer. You might get more than one. You never know. So don't make the judgments because then we act the way we, we've already prejudged something. And then that can help fulfill and create this self-fulfilling prophecy that we've just had. So remove all your judgment. Remove all your labels. And just let your business go in and work as hard as you can at making the best business you can, making the best products you can make, serving your customers in the absolute best way possible. And if you do that day after day after day, you will find that you'll stop blaming the market and you'll start embracing it because it is actually what is putting food on your table and you'll have a different viewpoint of that. So that's my rant for today and my updates from the unpredictable peer and I want to let you know that if you have a podcast or are thinking about a podcast, which is a great way for a local business to get your message out and get your product out, and not just that, but establish yourself as an authority in your industry, Team Podcast can do all the support services for your podcast for one price. And right now, there is a beta group that's being gathered up, and the pricing is lower than it will ever be at this point. If you just tried to get one task done on a monthly basis, you would pay more than the monthly fee for all of the services that we provide. So it's a very, very exciting time for Team Podcast. So simply go to teampodcast.com. Sign up there. Look at the plans. Look at what you need uh, to sign up and go ahead and get started and you can begin to free your time up to create great podcast content. So thank you again for joining me today on this crazy journey that is life after you quit your job and move to the pier. Uh, move to Key West and, and take up business on the pier. So I appreciate you coming along. I appreciate you caring, and I appreciate your feedback that helps me uh, create uh, new things for my business and get new motivation, and you provide that every single day. So thank you so much. I hope your day is fantastic. All right, thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.